Welcome to Gal Pals Watch. I'm Alicia. I'm Sarah. And this is a podcast where we discuss movies with queer women in them. Yes. Inclusively defined. Yeah. Smile. Um, <laughs> Smiley emoji. Smiley. And today we're kind of getting spoopy Halloween with this one. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's technically a thriller slash mystery. Mm-hmm. which we'll talk about in a little bit this one is called the novice and it's a 2021 film that is currently uh making its way around the film festival circuits yep we saw it as part of seattle queer film festival yeah and i was i think i might have sent you an article about it because yeah someone... you, did. you texted me the auto straddle article about it yeah because um the people who, or the person who wrote the auto straddle review, um, Drew Gregory, yes, uh, said it was like personal best, um, and another film. Sorry, Whiplash. Forget. Whiplash. Okay, I'm not sure I'm familiar with that film. Neither, but we did do an episode about personal best. Yes, which is why I was like, oh, well, we both liked personal best. That would be really interesting to watch this was different yeah <laughs> i can probably see the parallels because of like the intense sports stuff exactly exactly um, that yeah. yeah so i do agree with that mm-hmm. um but personal best was less intense yes. um so this movie was very intense very intense so this movie is about a college freshman who joins her university's rowing team and undertakes an obsessive physical and psychological journey to make it to the top varsity boat, no matter the cost. Yes, because if you're a freshman and you make varsity, you get a full scholarship or something. I am not really entirely, sense. I'm not entirely certain. So I think there, there was a lot of like scholarship talk in the yeah. plot, essentially, because um, so the main character is Alex. Alex Dolly. So she is kind of pit against this other freshman rower named Jamie. Mm -hmm. And they're both really good. And they're both excellent. So maybe like a little naturally better, but Alex works harder. For sure. It comes pretty naturally to Jamie. She's, I think, you know, um, like taller, more muscular, just naturally. That's her body shape. Um, whereas Alex is a bit more slight and has to work harder mm-hmm. um, to get the same results. Um, but Jamie, I guess there's some drama there where the only reason why she tried out for the rowing team was because she knew she would get varsity or she was lined up to get onto the varsity squad varsity boat which means she would get a full scholarship and could it could continue to attend the college that she's currently at i don't know if they even say the name Um, but they yeah like jamie and alex are kind of like friends at first mm -hmm. um and and think of themselves as teammates, which technically they are, but then mm-hmm. there's this rivalry that kind of builds between them. And um, 
uh, not Alex, um, Jamie does say like that she can't go live with her dad. Like that she's hinting at like, it's really important for her to get this scholarship so that she doesn't have to leave school. And like, there's a lot of home life stuff that's going on for her. They don't really go into detail about what mm-hmm. that is, but. Yeah, we don't know. This is all through yeah. mostly, you know, the perspective of Alex. Yeah. Um, Which is a pretty terrifying perspective. <laughs> it is. Um, so I know that before we hit record, you were saying that you were you're talking about how it's billed as a thriller and mystery mm-hmm. can you talk more about why you were why you put yeah I think I think I was initially surprised that that's the genre that it's put in and I can definitely see why but to me as someone who also like has gone deep into uh sports <laughs> and like endurance sports and like the psychology that's involved in that, like you really have to dig really deep. And so I feel like I recognized a lot of this stuff and that's actually maybe kind of disturbing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I definitely, I don't identify with Alex, but like, I don't know, like I recognize some of that um, just really intense drive and um and like mindset of like pushing yourself and pushing and pushing like to your limit and then past your limit Mm -hmm. which is what she was doing and she like the character of Alex is intense like that in every area of her life um but the movie is focused on like the rowing mostly mostly not entirely yeah, you do get some glimpses into how Alex's brain works in terms of intensity. I would say like obsessive oh yeah, thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um and it's really interesting at one point she's on a date with um her love interest later in the film who's Danny. Um who's a character I love. Oh my god, so cute. Um, and interesting too. Um, (laughs) I'll get back to why I'm laughing, but, um, (laughs) essentially Alex says something to the effect of like, the reason why she takes so long on tests is because one time she was, um, basically like fighting with someone to get the best grade in high school on a test or in the class or whatever. And he always finished his papers first. So she was like, I have to be first. And when she did, she didn't do well. So now she retakes tests mm-hmm. over and over and over until she hits her time limit. Mm-hmm. So if she has three hours to take a test, she's going to take exactly three hours to take that test. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not- And Danny, we should say, is the TA of her class. Mm-hmm. And so like Danny is kind of enforcing the time limit in the beginning she keeps like taking the paper from her she's the last one in the room yeah she's like come on you've taken this test three times now three times over like in the same sitting period not like she's retaking the test no after it's been graded she's like catching mistakes and things like that which is good to look over your paper make look for mistakes but when it comes to three hours worth it becomes extremely obsessive and that's yeah and also like her mannerisms the way she's 
just like really manic about it um Mm -hmm. gives away like a lot of it says a lot about her mindset about it it's not like oh like I'm just gonna do my best it's like I'm obsessed with this and like um it feels very I don't know what the word is like um like kind of scary it's like scary like how and um really unstable it's extremely unstable yeah Yeah. that's a a really good word everything in her life like in terms of her psychology and emotions yeah she was very focused on working extremely hard yeah and it comes out later in the film that she doesn't quite need to work so hard because I mean she does need to work hard um but she already has a full ride scholarship oh right um and I'm sure she still needs to you know work hard to keep that scholarship but the length at which she is like hurting herself oh yeah um physically and mentally yeah is it's too extreme it's not something that's sustainable um which is why throughout the film we we see her you know decompensate yeah you're right it is very extreme um and she gets to the point where she is like just obsessively training obsessively training and she'll like she keeps bothering one of the coaches to come and like <laughs> let her go like hours early like basically in the middle of the night to go row by herself like unlock the the warehouse where the boats are and like bring one out and she can just go by herself finally the coach just like gives her the key <laughs> i would have done the same thing like day two i would have been yeah like, are you gonna you, are you gonna do this every day just just so i know yeah i'm just gonna I would have, key. if it was me i'd be like no you're not gonna do this every day that's like, true um you should not be doing this like this like it's yeah. very clear that she is just pushing herself to the edge um and past the edge and uh content warning for self-harm like toward the end of the movie she truly does harm her body Mm -hmm. um and I won't describe it but like it's that's a disturbing scene to me like that's the one yeah me too um that's the scene that I think was the hardest one Mm -hmm. and she's very intense the whole time like um and there's stuff going on with her body the whole time but like when she's intentionally harming her body like um that's a rough one mm-hmm. yeah because yeah, you know she has as you were saying she has stuff going on with her body that's like normal for the amount of training that she's doing like mm-hmm. she has you know tons of blisters on her hands that right. are opening and you know, getting infected and like, you know, that kind of stuff. But it's like par for the course with how hard she's working her body um, that it becomes, you know, a little bit more excusable. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are points where she's, you know, harming herself by, you know, irritating those same things that you know the calluses and things like that and the wounds on her hands but then later on um I I won't comment on it either but yeah she does end up 
harming herself and it's just yeah that was really hard to watch I had to turn away it was too much yeah me too especially Um, because it comes like kind of at the end of this movie where like the lighting is so like dull and dark and the music is like horror movie music and so even though this isn't a horror movie in the traditional sense there's like no jump scares or like Mm -hmm. um monsters or anything but like the monster is like in her (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah for sure I wouldn't say this is a mystery by any means. No, I wouldn't either. There's something um, curious about it. It's pretty like from the beginning, you know that yeah. what's up. Um, I would say it gets progressively worse. Uh, the thriller in the sense, I would say, is definitely a psychological thriller. Yeah. There are times where like, so I was watching this with um, my girlfriend, Erin, and she was like, is there something else? What, what else am I hearing? And it was the fact that they were overlaying the music with like her obsessive thoughts, Alex's oh, yeah. obsessive thoughts. So it sounds like two different things. And mm-hmm. for the viewer, it's auditorily confusing. Yes, that's it's very true. so hard to process. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? And then of course, like you're, as you were saying, like everything gets like muted more as the, the film goes on, it gets dark and it gets like more cool colors and you know blue yeah. and it's just kind of like you have to try harder to focus which does something to the brain like our viewer brain yeah. like Ugh. so for me I felt like I was getting sucked in with her yeah me too and like spiraling <laughs> yeah for sure spiraling yeah. um but yeah then yeah I just kept kind of like yelling you know, to myself at her, <laughs> yeah. like, just stop, just stop, just stop. And yeah. her coaches do notice that she's pushing herself too hard. Yeah. But they don't, they don't like, they don't do, do anything about, about it. it. Yeah. They're just kind of like, like at one point she basically like falls off the rowing machine and like pees herself. Yeah. And everyone's just like oh you worked so hard or whatever they just kind of like walk out like they like help her or whatever but then no one is like oh you need help like you need uh to see a therapist or something like nobody says anything no like one that. says that and yeah. that's that's what's really concerning and it makes me think that like obviously they're breeding this sense of athleticism I don't even know if that's that's even the right word but they're breeding this ideology that it's okay to do this to yourself and that we all quote-unquote work hard um and push ourselves but it's like there's a point where when you're doing more harm than good and they should probably notice when she's like literally pissing herself just to get her best time that like that's that's not okay yeah it's so true and I think that kind of toxic um like toxic culture is really prevalent in sports especially like professional sports and college sports um and high school sports too like there's just this ethos of like yeah you push yourself to the brink and then you go farther and that's supposed to be like this virtuous thing and it makes you good or whatever um, but it's actually doing harm. Like you said, mm. more harm than good. 
Yeah. And, and it, that tipping point comes pretty early for her. And oh, yeah. Just, and then she just like keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause I think it even like the movie opens up with her taking the test, right? Like a physics test and the TA Danny ripping the paper away from her. Yeah. He's like, okay, time's up. You're done. Um, but so like we already get a sense like from minute one of her, you know, obsessive psychological state. Mm-hmm. But we also hear like her dialogue, very muted, whispery dialogue over was- everything else from the beginning. So it's like, God, like you already know what you're getting into when you mm-hmm. when you start this film, but it somehow gets worse. And I'm somehow surprised by it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, should we talk about why this movie is gay? <laughs> like what the gay part of this movie sure. <laughs> So basically it's just like confusing. Alex is like a queer person um, and her TA Danny likes her despite the fact that she wastes Danny's time yeah. <laughs> all the time taking these uh, tests over and over and over. It really um, does surprise me. I'm like why like what why are you two attracted to each other? It sort of seems like they have this dynamic where they're just mad at each other a lot, but then like, then they become very sweet with each other for a short amount of time. Yeah, Danny is very sweet. Um, yeah, Danny's very sweet. Very. And so cute. So cute. Very caring. Love her. Um, and yeah, the fact that they like, got together the fact that Danny asked Alex out like I didn't see it coming but I'm no, like me either. okay yeah <laughs> question mark yeah. um especially because in the beginning the very beginning Alex like followed Danny into the office oh, or whatever God. and was like I like I need more time or whatever and Danny was like no like you had the awful amount of time and then Alex is like let me take you out or whatever and it's like okay well no that's you know like fucked up and weird and so like that was at the beginning so I don't understand how Danny who like seems like this character that is way more I don't know secure and like put together than to like want to be pulled into that chaotic Mm -hmm. storm like then yeah interested (laughs) I don't know Danny is a musician and an astrophysicist yeah and like clearly has her there whatever shit together yeah guess and um yeah but and alex does it i'm kind of like yeah why yeah i don't want to say waste your time but (laughs) what is what's the interest yeah maybe it's just like a very small pool I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe you see a gay person, you go on a date with them. I don't know, but like, yeah. um, I didn't, I didn't quite get their chemistry at first, but they both like, um, you know, act well off each other, and yeah, I agree with that. I would say Alex does become a lot more like, you know, natural and like relaxed when she's around Danny, mm-hmm. um, and it's, I would say, it's a really good relationship for her. Yeah. I don't know if Danny's necessarily getting what she needs out of it, but because it's not from her perspective, but (laughs) yeah. Um, And also like, it doesn't last very long. Yeah. So it doesn't last very long. Um, Danny really takes over as, you know, a caretaker. 
Mm-hmm. Um, she sees that Alex is doing harm to herself and then she sees the physical harm too, mm-hmm. um, the self-harm and is like, I, I can't help you anymore. Like, I don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she shouldn't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just thinking of the ending. So that kind of threw me for a loop in a good way. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by the ending. I was too. So, spoiler alert. They're at... Basically, Jamie and Alex are competing for the varsity spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think at this point, Alex already knows that she's not going to get the varsity spot. Mm-hmm. Um, that Jamie has sort of... Uh, I don't know. I, I want to say weaseled her way in, but that's not necessarily true. She's kind of stacked the deck in her favor. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Um, the other rowers in the boat are going slower when they're with Alex. Um, or at least that's owe, what Alex thinks. That's what Alex thinks. Yeah, because yeah, from perspective. Um, and, and it's hinted that that's the case. But. Yeah, it's hinted that that's the case, but we don't know for sure if there's like she's you know, seeing things at this point or whatever. Um, she is seeing things. She, like, sees the the school mascot as, like, a raven or whatever. She sees, like, the other rows all raven over the heads place. or whatever. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, and, but she realizes that there is a, a time to beat, and it's their, like, one of their coaches, their groundman or something like that. I think that's what they're called. Um, and that she could beat the time. And one of the big rules is that they can't um, be in the boat if it's if there's lightning out. If it's raining, that's fine. It's fair game. But if it's lightning, then, then they can't. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, Alex keeps going through the the lightning, mm-hmm. um, which is really dangerous. And yeah. Um, we never know if she got below the time. If she beat the time. I assume she did because the movie ends with her writing her time on the board, but we never see the time. Mm-hmm. And then she just erases the time and her name and mm-hmm. walks out. Takes off her shirt and walks out. Yeah. And at that point, everyone is already calling her psycho. Mm-hmm. And she's totally alienated. Mm-hmm. um so like i do feel for her in that moment but then i don't quite get why she takes off her shirt to show everyone her self-harm mm-hmm. yeah i'm not sure if she's like trying to prove a point or like maybe she's just shedding maybe she's shedding some of that like um like maybe shame and maybe also obsessiveness maybe she's kind of I kind of got the sense she was emerging because like then she goes out into the light like she goes outside and it's like light out and like a lot of the that. 
I mean, it's not like sunny, bright, but it's like, <laughs> like the, I mean, nothing in the movie is sunny and bright, but a lot of what happens takes place in like, basically like a dungeon gym. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like basically a dungeon in the gym. That's, <laughs> so that's it's true. Like it's all underground. Walls and like underground and um, it's really dark, no windows. And so she, when she goes outside, she kind of like, I was like, oh, like she quit the team. Maybe she like reached her pinnacle and was like I'm done and I'm gonna but it sort of feels a little too neat and easy at the same time if like that's what's happening where like the whole movie she's just been so obsessive and then she just like and now I'm emerged I was in the cocoon and now I'm a butterfly (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's kind of like what about 90% of the movie was about getting on the varsity squad and then or boat and then when she realizes she's not on the varsity boat she just tries to get for the best time but then she gets it and then she doesn't tell anyone like it just it doesn't quite add up with yeah her past but I guess maybe that's the whole point that she's growing as an individual yeah and she's like fuck it it doesn't matter I matter yeah walks out like, of there yeah I mean maybe she hit such rock bottom that she can only go up I don't know yeah she's like I literally just risked my life out there yeah these numbers that don't mean anything mm-hmm. I don't know we and we don't know like yeah. we don't hear Alex's perspective we don't we don't know any of that we just oh. see her walk out um so yeah that's that's basically the movie <laughs> <laughs> um it was dark, but I don't know. Would you recommend it? Marginally gay. Marginally um, gay, just like I would life. say, if you like thriller, psychological thrillers, sure. Um, if you like intense sports psychology, bordering yes. on really, really terrible, not bordering on within the really border. Ter- <laughs> <laughs> really terrible. Really, really terrible. Sad. Really terrifying sports psychology would also um yeah there were times where I did feel bad for her um and I was like oh you know and I did you watch this all in one sitting I think I did Mm, I did not I just split it up I think I took like a brief break okay but not like usually my breaks are like a day (laughs) <laughs> I come back the next day yeah I took like maybe half an hour or something oh, okay. like eat a meal and then I came back yeah. um but yeah I I did actually watch it all one night so um it is hard to do so though I was yeah. intoxicated <laughs> <laughs> so it helped yeah um yeah but I don't, I don't know if I would necessarily, like, no one I know, I feel like, would quite like this film. Enjoy it, like, enjoy it in the sense where they walk away from it, like, wow, that was a great film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think great. that's going to be anyone's reaction to this, like, <laughs> wow, what a great film. I, I know, in the sense of, like, I, I feel so not. great. <laughs> yeah. Um, at least I know. Her. I definitely know people who would like this movie, but they're like distance runners. Mm-hmm. I think if you like have that kind of sports, you have that little bit of you that's like a sports obsessive that has been like really deep down into yeah. that, then I think it's appealing. And so, like, yeah. I, 
I liked it. I would not watch it again, though. No, I probably wouldn't watch it again. But yeah, I guess I would recommend it to someone who's athletic and always wanted to, wanted to like, you know, uh, beat their personal best in whatever <laughs> they're in. But just with the preface of, you ever thought you might go crazy trying to yeah. be your personal best? <laughs> this is a movie where yep. you go crazy. Yep. So <laughs> that's a really good tagline for it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever think you'd go crazy? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, this is what might have happened if you did. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um please let us know if you have seen this, what you think of the film. Um, also if you know of any other films like this or sports gaze we like them sports gaze love them um please Academic email gaze. us <laughs> all right i'm stopping now i'm stopping <laughs> academic all just all all of them all of them all of them uh you can email us at galpalswatch at gmail.com tweet us at galpalswatch and instagram us on the instagram at Gal Pals Watch. Yay. We have consistent branding. We do. Go up. that we're not on those platforms very much, but we do have accounts on them. <laughs> <laughs> Dab. Dab. <laughs> All right. Well, I... Queers. Can you repeat that? I said thanks for listening, queers. Oh, thank you so much. And as usual, keep it hella gay. Gay!